Welcome to episode 63 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Will and Dear Wes. Man, this is my first day back at work. Yeah, you told me that when I walked in. He's <laughs> yeah. like, it's a mess in here. I haven't been in here in I don't know how long. It's but. been, well, probably since, probably since Thursday. Yeah. Because Friday I went sourcing. That's almost a whole week. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, it's, I would say it's been great, but it, I was sick the whole time. So. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I It was weird. Last weekend... I had the weirdest sore throat I ever had. It was almost like a sore muscle, mm-hmm. but then when I'd swallow, I'd feel it too. So I don't know if it was like a swollen gland or something. You've been singing too much. Uh, well, I ain't been singing that much is the thing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I went last weekend. It only lasted like a few hours. I ran like a low-grade fever mm-hmm. and went and got COVID tested because we were supposed to have band practice. It was negative and it was gone within like six hours. And then this past weekend, I started getting like a regular sore throat on Saturday evening. And I was like, oh, it's the same thing. I'll be good by tomorrow. Yeah. And I woke up the next day and it was 10 times worse. I could hear it a little bit in your voice. If we would have had the podcast yesterday, you would not have read. My voice was so low yesterday. Glad I waited till today. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so uh, I, my tactic when I get sick is to just sleep and drink as much as possible mm-hmm. and get it over with as soon as possible. Okay. A Good lot tactic. of people, a lot of people, you know, they, they, did you leave the barn door open? Yeah. Uh, we might have to pause. <laughs> oh, what they grabbed? <laughs> Some kind of water bottle. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I left the barn door open and the dogs, when I come up here, they always come up here uh-huh. and they like to steal things. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. I got to right. go close that barn door for a second. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. <laughs> now you got some editing to do. Yeah, uh, no big deal. No big deal. That's a quick and easy one. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, you were sick. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I slept it off for like three days, and I'm I'm feeling good today. Okay, so. good. But it, Don't give me nothing. I was, I'll try my best. <laughs> it's not COVID again. I got tested again. Um, oh, I always get sick at the absolute worst times. Okay. I either get sick before my band's about to go into the studio, mm-hmm. or this week I have two sh- two consecutive shows for the first time in like two years. All right. And so I've canceled two band practices this week, and I'm doing two tonight because our show is tomorrow. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, it's, I, I don't know if I'll get any work done this week, because all I did today was come up here and pack and get ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I have a show. Friday I have a show. Man, yeah. no, no eBay and no sourcing no, for you. No eBay and no sourcing. But the good thing is, sales have still been good. Yeah, sales have been decent. And I haven't listed anything since Thursday last week, and they've still been good. There you go. I did notice before that, I guess, uh, you were listing a bunch of Death Pile stuff. Yeah. And it's selling. It's selling. It's doing really good. <laughs> and it's been... So what I've been doing is, which is what I did this weekend... Uh, I just go to LaGrange. I yeah. get up Friday morning, go there, then I come back home and start mm-hmm. working on the death pile. And it's turned out great. I found some things that I forgot that I had that you were always do. <laughs> really good items. So it's been working out. I'm nowhere near finished with the death pile, and I doubt I will get completely finished. I always like to have some reserves. Sure. But it almost motivated me to get into mine. Almost. But almost. <laughs> no, I didn't. I really haven't had time. And, and I've been working more on... Uh, the bigger stuff, you know, the because got the Ventique market this weekend, so I've right. been trying to get ready for that and things like that. But eBay's been still doing well, mm-hmm. so I'm happy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so we had talked about this last weekend, and I, I already got the answer, but I want to know why. Okay, so yeah, Colton gave me this hot tip of, uh, <laughs> what is it, Town of 100 Garage Sales? Yeah, it's uh, called something like that. In Rose, Day of 100 Garage Day Sales. Day of 100 Garage yeah. Sales in Rosebud. So I kind of thought about it, and I was interested in going. Uh-huh. I was a little concerned that it would have been a little too commercial. Right. Because I know you had mentioned this, but uh, apparently a lot of people said, in the town... I saw the flyer, and it's uh-huh. like, if you want to have a garage set at your house, it's 10 bucks. I'm like, right. how do they charge you to do one at your house? It's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, but then they have a downtown square, and it costs more to do it there. Uh-huh. And I was worried if I went there, for one, that there were going to be too many people doing like Etsy, not Etsy, right. uh, Sensi, yeah. those, you know, those type of things like that, little businesses instead of right. actual garage sales. Um, that's not what kept me from going, though. Mm-hmm. What really kept me from going is I was at work Friday. 
I got off Saturday morning in Cedar Park. Right. And I figured by the time I left Cedar Park, got to Rosebud, it'd be 9.30. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm going to miss a bunch. Uh-huh. And if it's not good, I just wasted a lot of gas. Right. And, you know, if I could have got there at 7.30, 8 o'clock, yeah. probably would have done it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did something else instead. Okay. Because I was like, well, I've, I've been wanting to get, like, go back source, go crazy and do some big sourcing. Right. And I was like, I'm not doing the day of 100 garage sales. So that morning, uh, Saturday morning, Jenna had uh, wanted to come to Pflugerville and ride bikes. Uh-huh. I said, cool. Sounds good. I'll meet you at your mom's, uh, which isn't far from work. Right. Uh, I call her, or she calls me one of the two, and she's like, hey, uh, just woke up. It's going to be a little while. I'm like, no problem, because I'm already at a garage sale, right? <laughs> so I had planned Saturday to garage sale and thrift until she got there, right? which was like 10, 30, 11 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I got off at like 7, 30, so That's I had lots of time. Talking about. So I mapped it out on the Yard Sale Treasure Map app, mm-hmm. and I had found tons. There was tons of garage sales, because really? it's a nice weekend, yeah. you know? Um Lots of garage sales. I, the first one I got to, I was excited. It's like tons of clothing and electronics and games, this mm-hmm. and that. It was horrible, right? Really? Horrible. It was, uh, well, the clothing, it just wasn't for me. It was like young girls clothing, right. which I don't know anything about. Yeah. And it didn't look like anything that I'll be in, you know, even like value-wise would be good. Right. So I didn't buy a single thing at this garage sale. I'm like, That's no big deal, right? It's tons of garage right. sales Go today. to the next one. So I just drive around. I'm just like, oh, let me try this one. Let me uh-huh. try this one. Saturday, I went to six or seven garage sales, and I wasn't doing well. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let me hit the Goodwills, right? <coughs> so I hit the two Goodwills in Pflugerville. Mm-hmm. Didn't do well there. Really? Hit an estate sale in Pflugerville. Uh-huh. It was terrible. Good. So like I said, I went probably six or seven garage sales, an estate sale, two Goodwills. You know how much I bought? I bought zero items. Really? Zero items. Man, that is rough. It is real rough. And I was like, what is going on? I will on say, here? I'm proud of you, though, for not making the uh, I got to have something purchase. There were a few things I was like, they were overpriced. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, it's hard to walk away with nothing right. this whole day, you know? And it, it seems weird, too, because I always hear people like, oh, I got skunked. And I'm like, there's no way I'm getting skunked because right. I, I buy anything everything. and everything, right? right. This was just one of the worst days ever. And the garage sales, I get, because you never know. Right. Like, you show up, it may be a good one, it may be a bad one. Mm-hmm. Those are hit or miss. The good ones, usually you find something, right? you know? But what I noticed was the transition between Halloween and Christmas. They're probably, yeah, okay. So, I'm going in, and even, like, the clothes racks are, you know, sometimes you... They're like stuffed, you know? Right. It's hard to barely anything in there. There's it's real easy to go through. Uh-huh. No jackets, the yeah. shoes terrible, whatever. And I'm looking around and they're pulling out Christmas stuff. They're mm-hmm. setting all this up. And you know, Halloween's their big deal. Right. So they have it probably takes them a week or two. They're moving all this Halloween stuff, getting rid of it. Then they're moving in, they're setting up Christmas trees, they're doing all this. So they're not putting out new products. Right. So it was really bad. So I don't recommend going to a Goodwill <laughs> during a transition period between. Those are probably the two holidays that right. really are significant for a thrift store. I did uh, go into, this is a while ago, but kind of the same thing. I don't know if you, you remember when Hutto rearranged their store. Mm-hmm. I went in there apparently right after or during when they were doing that. And yep. it was the worst day yeah. I've ever had at that Goodwill. I had the same issue in Round Rock, that one on 79. Uh-huh. When they redid that store, I was like, oh, man, they haven't been open for like two months. Right. They remodeled the whole store. I go in there, like right after they reopen, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just they're focused more on like, let's get this right, right, and then we'll start getting the product back out there, you know? Right. Well, and I'm, I'm sure also they probably don't hire extra employees to rearrange stuff so there's nah. nobody going through the donations and yeah, pricing I, stuff. I really doubt it. But the motto of this story is never give up. Okay. Never give up. It. I did give up that day because Jenna finally showed up in Pflugerville right. and I hung out with the kids and me and Angus did some guy stuff. We went to academy. Oh, right. Got him a new football and we played football in the yard about. all day. Um, but I was like, I'm, I'm not going to let this get me down. Right. right. So I had an auction a couple of days later, which is we're definitely going to get into. Oh, okay. Uh, I hit, um, I'm trying to remember when I went. I went and hit another one or two Goodwills. Uh-huh. A, 
after that. And it was okay. Still right. wasn't great, but it was okay. And then today I went back and it was pretty good. Right. So you just got to give like them to time you. and, yeah. you, you know, you got to keep your head up. Yeah, no, I, I I think I talked about it on the podcast, but Brenham, since the first time, has always not been great. Mm-hmm. But there was one day where, it, like, I walked away with nothing. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I was proud of you for not buying the sympathy purchase because that's rough. It is, man. When you drive, especially like the Brenham thing, for you, you're on your way home from work, so it's not as big of a deal, but mm-hmm. I drove an hour to Brenham out of my way Yeah, and came home with nothing. Well, I mean, I killed a good three, three right. and a half hours yeah. and walked away with zero, yeah, which is crazy, yeah. you know. That's but. rough. It's rough, but that's the nature of the business. It is. And I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, it, you're not, I mean, you're out the gas, but that's not a huge deal because it is kind of on your way home. So right. a little extra gas, but not. If I wouldn't have done that that day, I don't know what I would have done. You probably anyway. would have spent some money doing something else. Something, right? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't spend any money other than gas and I had to kill time anyway. Right. So it wasn't that big a deal. No, that's the best thing about doing, like, there's been many times where I have to go to Austin on a, uh, Band practice days, I go early sometimes and pick mm-hmm. up packing peanuts, mm-hmm. and that place closes at five, and we usually don't have practice till eight, so I have three hours to kill. Yeah, it's like, drift it up. I used to go see a movie, and now it's like, I mean, I'd love to go see a movie, but I can make some money in these three hours. <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> so it's it's a good thing, a good hobby to have, even if you don't want to do it full time, just to kill time if you ever find yourself needing to. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to enjoy it, right? But right. If you do, I mean, it's so easy. Uh-huh. Like, if you're in a city, especially like when you go play to band practice, right. it's like there's thrift stores everywhere. Well, there's been multiple weekends where I'll go like hang out with a friend, and neither of us have any idea what to do. And I'm like, you wanna? Yeah, come thrift with me. Yeah, yeah, and they love it. It's fun. <laughs> they they're not uh into it as a business, and they don't necessarily enjoy it, but it's just something to do. Yeah. Um, I went to Lagrange Friday. It was fantastic. Really, it was really good. Yeah, I was you know at the fire department. So I, it's probably been a good three weeks since I've been there. Yeah, now, maybe longer because well, around tap. You had a solid, I think, month where you got to go every week. I got to go like three weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. slick. So you know, you get three weeks on, three weeks off. Yeah. Well, so it was good. It was really good. And the weird thing was, so I kind of got there only about 10 minutes later than I normally do. Mm -hmm. But I found the time that I get there is a sweet spot. Okay. Because if I get there 10 minutes later, there's like an extra 30 people. Right, right. You want to be right before that corner. Right, right. And I I feel like that 10 minutes later is right when a big group shows up. Okay. Because you get there any earlier and it's like one person every 10 to 15 minutes shows up. So what's your time to get there? I usually get there, let's see, around 8, 10, 8, 15. Mm Mm-hmm. Usually 810 is like the sweet spot. Okay. 815, you're getting close to the crowd showing up. The crowd normally shows up around 830. Yeah. I've noticed that the times I've had to drop the kids off at school Mm because I drop them off at like 745. I can get there usually around 830. Yeah. And I'm usually around that corner, but not too far back. You know, like if you show up at 845, you're going to be in the second grouping. Yeah. I like to be in the first group. Uh So, yeah, I would say 815 is probably perfect. Right. So I get there and I'm like 10 minutes late and I'm, I'm only, I'm normally in like the Mm thirties in line. I was like 48. Yeah. So it wasn't too far back. I was still ahead of the corner. Um, But the weird thing was, is I was thinking during round top, I I don't know how it goes because there's definitely people that shop there Mm -hmm. that sell at round top. I mean, we've met a few. Right. Um, So I didn't know if there would be more people during round top because they're trying to restock their booths while they're there, if there'd be less people because they're working. Mm -hmm. But I definitely assume that after it, that there would be more people because I know there were some people that shopped there for round top that I didn't see while round top was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're busy. Right. But it was the opposite. It was really slow this week. Yeah, well, everybody's probably, you know, taking a break because that's right. Working, being a vendor out there is rough, man. Yeah. You're out there for a long time. The weather's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we talked about that in the last couple of podcasts, how, how rough it is out there. Right. I imagine after all that, it's like, all right, I made a bunch of money. I worked my butt off. I'm going to take a week or two off, you right. know, and they got another six months for the next one. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the case. 
uh, this isn't in my finds this week because I just thought of it. But remind me afterwards, I got to show you a banger of a sweater that I got this All week. Right. You'll see it next week. All right, cool. <laughs> I get I get a, a sneak peek. First dibs, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty much all I have. I didn't I didn't get to do much this week resale wise. I put a roof on my house, mm-hmm. and then since then I've just been sleeping and watching football. Okay, well I'm back in the game, so that's I got a few I like things. I got a few things going on here. Uh, <laughs> so I, I there was an auction last week that I was kind of interested in doing. Uh, dinner time rolled around and uh-huh. I wanted to sit down and have dinner with the kids and I was like, you know what? I also wasn't going to be off for the pickup day right? and I always send Jenna to do my pickups and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm going to give her a break from that and I'm going to sit down and I'm like, if I'm on this auction, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm not going to enjoy dinner with the kids, hanging out. Right. And, you know, school nights, it's only 4 to 8.30 and they got to go to bed. So right. I'm like, I'm not doing that auction. Yeah. Not doing it. So I skipped that one uh, but there ended up being another one. Okay. And this ended up being in Leander. Oh, okay. I work in Cedar Park. Leander's literally, you know, 10 minutes from there. Right. So I'm checking it out, and it looks to be this house that older people lived in uh-huh. for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was a big house out in the country, tons and tons of stuff. And I'm like, all right, this is interesting, right? So in the auction, there were some things I bid on that went too high for me. Right. But the clothing, as we oh, always yeah. say, you uh-huh. know, like people don't really think much about the clothing. Right. There was like four closets worth of clothing at this place. And I won every clothing lot That's there was. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'll talk about pricing and stuff later in the fines. But uh, I went there. The pickup was actually the day I got off work. Oh, okay. Uh, this past, I don't remember what day it was, a couple of days ago. And... I drove over there. Actually, the pickup wasn't until 11 a.m. Oh, uh, okay. And I get off at 7.30 in the morning, so right. I'm like, well, hit them Goodwills, yeah. right? So yeah. I, I went thrifting beforehand, decent, and then I drive over to this place. Mm-hmm. And if there was no sign there, you ain't going to find this place. Like, yeah. it's in the woods. The driveway is horrible. Worse <laughs> than my driveway. That's saying something. Yeah, and you're like, the trees are hitting your car as you're driving. It's so narrow. Uh-huh. And I finally pull up to this house. Like, oh man, this is gonna be good. You know, this place is probably built in the 60s or 70s. Uh-huh. They've lived here forever. And I imagine, you know, they probably did fairly well in their lives because they had a lot of land in uh-huh. the ender. Right. And uh, so this is gonna be great, right? Yeah. So I go in and I start talking to the lady. She's like, let me show you everything you need that you bought. Right. So there's three folding tables in the entry and they're covered in clothes, <laughs> right? All clothes. And she's like, all that's yours. I'm like, okay, cool. And I bought a bike, too, that was outside. Uh-huh. I loaded that first. And she's like, why don't you back in? I was one of the first people there. Back in into the carport. And I'm like, ain't I going to block everybody? She's right. like, you got a lot of stuff. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> so I back in. I wish I'd had my van. Right. I didn't have my truck. She takes me upstairs. There's still two closets full that haven't been pulled out of the closet. And she's like, that's all yours, too. Good. And not just the clothes, like everything in the closet. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no. Like, there's stuff in there I don't want, you know. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, whatever, you know. So I start loading everything up. I'm running out of room. Right. I literally, when I left that place, she actually gave me a pass. Because uh-huh. I was like, I have no more room. Right. In my truck, in the back of my truck, nothing. And I was like, she's like, I hate to break it to you, but all this stuff under this table is yours too. And I'm like, it's like a giant exercise ball, uh, fluorescent lights, uh-huh. just stuff. I'm like, I can't. Right. Like, I don't have room for it. And right. she's like, you know what? You bought a lot of stuff and I understand how much you bought. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm going to give you a pass. If you want it, you can have it. Uh-huh. If you don't, and I was like, so if I don't want it, she's like, I'll give you a pass. I'm like, all right. So I left, right? I'm going down the driveway and I got... I can't see right out of the back windows, yeah, or the passenger window. Oh, no. It's that full, yeah. of clothing. <laughs> and I mean, I had to like mash stuff down. I couldn't. So when I'm driving down the toll road, I had to make sure I was in the lane I needed to be in because I can't put my blinker on and get in the right lane because uh, I have no idea if there's a car there. Right, like, I'm gonna get killed. Yeah. <laughs> so it was interesting. I, I bet. did lose one bag. Not, not of clothes. It was some Christmas stuff that was uh-huh. in the closet. And she's like, yeah, you got to take that too. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> so I tr- just tried to shove it in the back of the truck the best I could. And I'm driving right. down the toll. And I see it out of my driver's side mirror. 
fly out in the middle of the toll road. And it wasn't much. It was like a Christmas bag with like some little Christmas tins in it. Yeah. You know, stuff I didn't want, but it's all over the toll road. Goodness gracious. Like, oh, just keep going. <laughs> you, know, you can't stop on right. the toll road. You're no, going 80 miles an hour with tons of other cars. So, uh, yeah, that was very, very interesting. And um, got to the house yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday when I got home. And uh, Jenna's like, you ever coming home? Like, look, this took me over an hour to load. Right. Uh, which I never thought it would take that long. Uh-huh. Um, get to the house, and she's like, make sure on the podcast you say our house smells like a buffalo exchange. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll say that. But we literally spent the entire day going through these clothes. Goodness. And it was, it was fun because there's some interesting things in there. Right, so, right. Well, like I said, we'll get into that later. I can't wait. Yeah, but that was that was nuts driving home like that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's thank goodness for the vans. I know you didn't have it, but yeah, man, if, if I'd had a van, it'd have been no problem right, at all. You right. know, but the van I'm actually emptying, and when we're done with this podcast, it's so full of stuff. And I got the the Vintage Market is this Saturday. I've got me a spot. Uh-huh. Actually, almost didn't get a spot. Really, I messaged Michael because the thing was. Uh, I had bought tickets for me and Angus to go to the UT game. Right. Same day as the Vintique Market. Uh-huh. They hadn't announced this time of the UT game yet. Right. And they finally announced it a couple of days ago, 6.30 p.m. I'm like, ah, oh, I can do the market. Perfect. So I messaged yeah. him. Like, hey, I need a spot. And he's like, oh, we're all full, man. I was like, dude, I really need a spot. <laughs> like, I need to get rid of stuff. He's like, let me see if I can squeeze you in. And he got back to me. You're in. I'm like, all right, cool. That's what I'm talking about. So that's this weekend. Um... Oh, uh, here's a here's a fun segment we can get. Uh, we haven't done this in a couple weeks. Okay, Wheeling Deal Wes's random thoughts, 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 thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so today, I had a I had a bunch of donations. Uh huh. That comes when you when you do an auction and you buy four closets worth of clothes. Right. Not every piece of clothing is going to be good. Right. So there was probably seven trash bags plus a suitcase and maybe a couple other little backpacks full of clothes that I went and donated today. Yeah. So I had to go to Hutto. On the way there, though, I saw a tumbleweed. And I got to thinking. I got to thinking. Y'all know we're in Texas and people associate like, you know, like deserty areas right. with tumbleweeds and things like that. And I'm like, What's the deal with tumbleweeds, right? Okay, all What's right. What's the deal with tumbleweeds? What's what, the deal with What do you know about tumbleweeds? Probably not much, right? Not at all. Right? So uh, I start doing a little, uh, little Googling. Uh-huh. Uh, tumbleweeds are not native to here. Okay. Not necessarily Texas, but the United States at all. Oh, really? No. See? This is, this is something nobody knows, right? Uh, tumbleweeds came here from Eastern Europea. <laughs> Eastern Europea. <laughs> Eastern Europe, when people were migrating uh-huh. back in the day to okay. the United States, okay, they were bringing things over here to start crops, uh-huh. and in they were doing flaxseed up in South Dakota. Uh-huh. So they started bringing this flaxseed over to South Dakota. Well, it was, um, it was. What do you say when something's not ruined, but it's got like things in it? Um. 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 If you wouldn't have asked, I could. I know. Told you. I had it in my head too. Anyway, contaminated. This, yes, they're contaminated with Russian thistle. Russian thistle. So actually, tumbleweeds are Russian thistle. What in the world? And they're not even. So it's like South Dakota. So it's probably well, all over America. It is. Here's how it happened. See, they brought them to South Dakota first, and they're planting flax seeds. Right. But all this stuff's in it. Uh huh. Well, you know what tumbleweeds do? They roll around in the right. wind, right? Right. So wind starts blowing this these Russian thistle seeds everywhere. Uh-huh. And then they started putting all this on trains and transporting it across ah. the country. And all the stuff's just flying around. Right. And now we have tumbleweeds, Man. which is Russian thistle. Now, here's the interesting thing, too. When you see something like what I saw today, might not be Russian thistle. Okay. A tumbleweed is actually any plant in the fall or winter that breaks from its roots and wind pushes it. That's technically a tumbleweed, but the things that 
are actual tumbleweeds of the Russian thistle from okay. Eastern Europe. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna require some more research because I have a very specific image of what a tumbleweed looks like in my head. Uh-huh. And now I gotta know if that's the Russian thistle or if it's just just some random weed. A random weed that uprooted and blew across the road. Yeah. I mean that's technically a tumbleweed. All but right. the real ones are Russian thistle. Interesting. I mean, you know, Random thoughts. Random thoughts. So this you know, is you never sp- know what you're going to get. This is going to spur its own podcast, and I feel like it's going to take <laughs> off more than the resale. It might. Yeah. <laughs> Today I learned with Wes Rankin. Yeah. Oh, man. I love that segment. That's a great segment. Yeah, it's fun, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, I literally came up with that today. Yeah, just because it's hot. I'm like, what is the deal right, with this? You right. know? But anyway. yeah, that's I need to I need to start. So Kayla used to have this list of uh, grandma isms. Oh yeah, those are great. Yeah, our grandma's to, got some strange words yeah. and just songs and different things she does. Uh-huh. She's hilarious. So a, I need to break that out. B, there needs to be an app where when you're having a conversation with somebody and somebody goes. What's a tumbleweed or something like yeah. that where you just search it in that app so you can look back and be like, what are all the dumb questions I've asked Google over the years? Okay. Dumb but, questions people ask Google. There's right. an app for that. Right. Because hey. if you just search it on Google, then it's mixed in with all your other Google searches of like normal things. See where this has gone? This has just turned into a million dollar idea oh, yeah, that you absolutely. need to create. Absolutely. Dumb Google. <laughs> dumb We're Google. starting. Okay. Where, uh, there might be some copyright problems with that name but we'll figure it out cause something else yeah yeah yeah. all right well perfect there we go see (laughs) ideas we're We're done with reselling we're app developers now (laughs) i wouldn't have a clue i'm I'm going with you i don't i i can do some things on the computer i could not develop an app all right well i do know a guy who's made a couple apps all right we're just the idea guys yeah we're the idea guys uh one other update um so I've been, I've been, uh, you know, I'm a sports card guy and things like that. Right. But I've never been really a businessman in the sports card game. Okay. I was, used to just be a collector. Right. And I've sold a few things here and there over the years. But um, I've talked about the PSA thing. Right. I started listening to some podcasts and things like that just to kind of get back in the game a little bit because right. the market is crazy insane, you know? Yeah. Like they quit grading cards for a while uh-huh. and now they're starting, they're doing it again, but whatever. Uh I submitted my stuff in February. It's just a little update. Right. Um, my order got inputted into their system in April. Okay. And I'm always wondering, like, I, I check it every now and then I'm in stage three. I've always been in stage three for the last six months, eight months, whatever. Right. Uh, so now they have this thing. It's called the completed through date, something like that. So you can go in, click on your order, and it will show you, like, based on what you sent in. So mine is value modern. Uh-huh. That's the category I'm in. And it shows you where they're at in the process. Okay. So right now, as of like a day or two ago, they're, they're like 98% complete with January, let's say 20th. Uh-huh. And so each day you can check it and it shows you where they're at. Okay. It's still a slow process, right. but at least you kind of have an idea. So they're still in January, mine, April, right? You know, so it still could be months. That's insane. Yeah, but at least you can see it. You know, right, it's a way right. to track it. Be like, okay, a little bit closer. Give me some hope. Yeah, that they're not hope. just. Well, I mean, they are just sitting there, but that they're well, they're working now. Right. Like they say, I was reading an article, and it sounds like they grade like ten thousand cards per day, something That's like insane. that. Maybe more. I can't yeah. remember, but Crazy. that just tells you how crazy the market is yeah. you know that that is that many submissions that they actually had to quit right taking submissions just to do their backlog that's insane so that's crazy yeah i need to get an update on the video game market too because there was that whole scandal with uh water grading mm-hmm. uh but i think there's still a company and i still see water games on ebay the the game market has definitely calmed down a little bit yeah cuz uh, like ncaa games have gone down not much i mean you still get like 60 to 70 but they're not so on recently for 100 bucks really yeah I, I held out for a little bit you right know? right it's chris q4 so maybe that helped yeah true definitely definitely q4 is picked up mm-hmm. because like i said i haven't listed since thursday yeah and i I've think had, it's going to be a good q4 yeah yeah i think so and too. it's you know, it starts in October, mm-hmm. but you really don't start seeing it kick in until probably like right now. Right. Because, and right now, too, I noticed like 
you're still getting offers, uh-huh. a lot of offers and some, quite a few low balls. Right. I think people are starting to Christmas shop. Yeah. But they're bargain Christmas shopping. Uh-huh. The closer it gets, they're yeah. not going to be able to bargain. It's uh-huh. time to buy. You know, no, I so. mean, you ain't got time. I, I think uh, Pirate should <laughs> just send out an email with their Christmas deadlines. Mm-hmm. And I think the the closest one coming up is international stuff. And I think it's like November 13th or something like that. Yeah. So get ready to get busy. Yep. And that's the great. That's the best. It. Yep. It, is the, it best. is the best. Uh, Well, I ain't got anything else to talk about. Let's do fine sales and duds. Sounds good. Let's get into it. It's the fine, fine, fine. It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So, LaGrange was great. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed this pattern. Whenever I find a game system mm-hmm. in LaGrange, there's never any games. Okay. But then the next week... The games appear. The games appear. That's actually right there. That's yeah. It. yeah. see it in life. And well, like I said, I haven't been in here since Thursday, so I just <laughs> got a picture of this now. Um, so, I bought an Xbox a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That ended up being my dud. Right. And there were no Xbox games. Well, this week... All the Xbox games were there. Okay. So actually, I have a whole stack of them sitting over there, but this is the best one out of the lot. So I paid a dollar a piece for these. This is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on the original Xbox, and it's worth about 50 bucks. Right on. Uh, not tested or anything yet, so it could end up in the duds next week, but as of right now, okay. it's as a of fine. Right now, it's a fine. Uh, and then this next one. I saw this when I walked in, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, Colton, what is the deal yeah. here? So this thing is huge. It's like, I mean, in the box, the box is probably about three feet tall, yeah. something like that. And I saw it in the pictures, and I thought, in the pictures, I couldn't tell it was that big. I thought it was just a normal size action figure. Right. Uh, but I looked it up because it was different. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hoping it was it was in the toys. It wasn't behind the counter. It was, yeah. Sometimes they'll put some toys in like a collectible section, but this mm-hmm. was in the regular toy, so I thought it'd be super cheap. I ended up paying $25 for it. Okay. But the only other one I've seen that's this exact one was out of the package, uh, and it sold for $200. let us say what it is. So it is Men of Honor Pearl Harbor action figure. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy looking. Yeah. And it's new in the package. Has all its accessories with it. So we shall see. Like I said, the only other comp was used for 200 Yeah. And that could be really, really good. Yeah. So we shall see. We got to get to your finds because I got to cough again. Okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> I was talking about the auction with all the clothes. This is just a small amount it's insane. I wasn't able to take a picture of all of it, you know, right. together because I've gone through, I've organized it and everything. And look at that, those beautiful stacks. Yeah, you know absolutely. <laughs> so I paid a total of about $33 for four closets worth of clothes. Right. Hundreds and hundreds of shirts and jeans and jackets and yeah. this and that. Uh, this These stacks here are the, mainly the t-shirts and a couple button-ups and things like that. Okay. I would say about 75% of the clothing from this home, 80s and 90s. That's what Tons I'm talking about. single stitch, uh-huh. mostly made in USA. Like, it's really good stuff. Right. Now, on the other side of that, it's really good. Like, that's great. Right. Not a ton of... uh Pop so you know, like stuff. Right, right. The big time money stuff. Right. But there are some really cool ones in there. Most of them are like businesses and things like uh-huh. that. Uh, so there's no $250 shirt right. in there. But there's probably a hundred and fifty twenty five dollars shirts. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So for thirty three dollars, it was a great buy. Right. And that it was mixed men's and women's, about half and half. So uh-huh. Jenna had a great time. She's like, I'm keeping this. I'm keeping this. <laughs> and it's all cool stuff. You right. Know? And it actually came at a great time because I'm doing the market, mm-hmm. and apparently there's a couple who are very interested in vintage clothing right That's now and are coming about. to the market. So I'm going to take right. quite a bit of this stuff to the market, see how we do, because uh, it's going to be a long process of posting all this mm-hmm. on eBay. Right. Uh, there was something else. Oh, when I got to there to this sale, the lady that was running it, um, or to the auction pickup, the lady that was running it, she said, uh, yeah, when they had the actual estate sale, she said people came out to buy clothes. Right. Which... I don't know how much I believe it, that that many people came to buy clothes because you just don't see it that much. Right. Um, 
people that interested in clothing. But uh-huh. she did tell me, she's like, I think you'll find some good stuff because one guy bought a shirt out of this closet, a thousand dollar shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome, you know? Right. But in my head, I'm thinking, I sell vintage clothing. Right. Sort of part-time for a living, right? Yeah. I've never seen a thousand dollar shirt. Right. I don't know what that would be. Yeah. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it's probably he found a two hundred dollar shirt with an actual two hundred dollar comp. But right. you know, most people don't know to look at the sold comps. I right. mean, it may be something super cool. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some like Nirvana shirts sell for like a thousand dollars. But and I didn't see doubt. anything right. like that in this yeah. house. So I'm guessing it either some sort of cool pop culture shirt from the eighties or nineties that right. You know, probably worth a pretty penny. Uh-huh. Probably not a thousand dollars, but right. you know, benefit of the doubt, maybe so. Yeah, because there's some cool stuff. So anyway, that got me excited right, right away. And right, like, all right. And I didn't even look at anything. I just started throwing it. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it was fun, and uh, I think it was a good find. We'll for see how it goes. for those with a sharp eye, you might see last week's find of the week in the background. There. Oh yeah, old Dorothy Doe's <laughs> in the background. That's right. Uh, oh, and here's <laughs> that's some. just another pile. Goodness. That's actually more of Jenna's pile that she's like, I like these. Uh-huh. Now, she's not keeping all that. Like, She's like, I'm going to go back through this pile and find the things that I really like. Right. And she's like, we still may sell them. Yeah. you know. But she's thinking like, I'm going to start my own vintage women's clothing thing on Etsy. I'm like, go, go for it. Yeah. I am fine with you taking some of the load off me on these vintage <laughs> clothes. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Next find. This was this morning. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to the Goodwill and Hutto. Uh, because I had, like I said, all them donations. I mean, the right. whole back of the truck was full of the no good clothes. Yeah. Even some of them were probably decent. It was right. just like, I can't. I mean, when you got that much, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, so much time going to be invested in it that I'm not going to post something that I'm going to make five bucks right. on, you know, just because it's, I mean, I don't have that much time. Yeah. Honestly. Well, so, and I, I mean, we've, we've kind of done that before. We had Michael and Louisa from Vintique come out and they shopped through our vintage clothes and we gave them a much better deal than we would have done on ebay mm-hmm. but get it out of here super quick you don't have to do the work for each individual piece of clothing mm-hmm. uh and i mean that's <laughs> that's different from donating it but i've definitely i mean I, every probably two months mm-hmm. i have a box full of stuff in here that's all my duds right and i've spent money on it mm-hmm. but it's, it's just not time wise time. Yeah. i mean time is money mm-hmm. so it's it's technically worth more money to give it away than it is to spend time on it when you could be making more money doing something else absolutely so went and donated a ton of stuff right and i was like well i'm at the goodwill am i not gonna shop i had to right right? (laughs) actually one of the things that i thought was gonna be in my finds i would found with you remember that rice maker thing oh it was like it was called fuzzy neuro it was a japanese rice maker yeah and the the digital clock was still on right and i was like god this thing's gonna work it was like 12.99 Took it to the fire station, tried it out. Uh, it was missing some things that made it uh, like do okay. an error code. It was missing like an insert. So I was like, I'm returning that. Right. So I had to return that as well. Uh-huh. Got a little uh, money for the Goodwill uh-huh. uh, and found this right. amongst two other jerseys. But this was the best one. Uh-huh. This is a uh, Minnesota Vikings, Randy Moss, uh, Nike on field jersey. New with tags. That's what I was about to say. I see a tag hanging off up New there. New with tags. It's even got like on the tag inside the shirt, like the plastic over that still. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know who like who got this and didn't wear it. That always blows my mind. Mm. Like I can see like you go in and there's like the Arizona jeans. They get those from somewhere else anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I had a pair like a Walmart t-shirt that I decided I didn't want anymore, sure, maybe. Mm-hmm. But these jerseys are expensive. They're very expensive. So... This is the white version, the away jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's n- no comps on eBay currently for this, uh, especially new with tags. Right. Um, there is a comp for the home jersey, the purple one, which right. is more common. Uh, so this I paid nine ninety nine for. It's my guess. It's gonna sell anywhere from one hundred to one hundred fifty bucks. That's what I'm so, talking about. Yeah, it was awesome. All right. All right. Yeah, and you know what Randy Moss says, right? No. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, let's get into the... So this week being sick, I was hooked because I still... I didn't list or anything, but mm-hmm. like Monday I packed and shipped stuff. Today I'm packing and shipping. 
Um, so I was hoping, you know, for easy sales this week. Yeah. Easy packing. I sold my two biggest items in my store I this week. I saw one of them. I know <laughs> yeah. what one is. So this That's the one. is a American Girl doll carriage. It's not little. <laughs> it's pretty good size. Yeah. it's uh, it, I'm going to say it's probably, it fit in a 20 by 20 box. Mm. Well, technically, I put two boxes together. So it was probably ended up being about 30 inches by 30 inches. Mm. So it's fairly big. Uh, and it's made out of solid wood, so it's heavy too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked this up at a garage sale out in the middle of nowhere outside of while. Taylor. Yeah, it's well, I just listed it not too long ago because yeah. it was it had like Sharpie on it. So I spent probably two solid hours scrubbing all the Sharpie off of it, and I was dreading doing that. So mm-hmm. it sat in the shelf for yeah. a while. Um, I paid five bucks for it, and it's missing like on the sides there where the top attaches to the mm-hmm. carriage it's supposed to have like little plastic lanterns that go on there um and it's missing like the reins and stuff so if it had all that stuff it was probably like 150 bucks mm-hmm. i think i sold it for 70 okay plus shipping on top so five bucks into 70 bucks and it's out of the death pile out of know? the death so pile. that's good money out of the death pile what it cost you to ship that thing uh it wasn't much because I think it went somewhere to Texas. I think oh, okay. it ended up being like thirty bucks. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. It was not fun to pack. <laughs> and then the next biggest item. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a Wii Rock Band drum set, and this ended up being easier than I thought it was going to be because it actually all comes apart. Right. So the biggest part is just the pads on top mm-hmm. with and dongle. With dongle, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and which, drumsticks you threw in it. Looks like. Yeah, it had some with it, but they were broken. So I was like, you know what? I got drumsticks laying around. I'll just throw some in there. <laughs> um, but I, when I saw this sold, I was like, I don't think I have a box that fits this. And this was like in the height of my sickness. I was mm-hmm. running like a hundred degree fever. My nose was running all over the place. I was like, I do not want to go to recycling today and dig for a box. Yeah. Um, but I got up here and it fit perfectly in one of my boxes that I keep mm-hmm. on hand which I was surprised. Um, but I paid, I think, $10 for this at Second Chance a while ago. This has been listed for probably two or three months. Okay. And it sold for 80 bucks plus shipping on top. All right. Whoever gets this item, wipe it down with some... Uh... <laughs> I sanitize my hands. I sanitize my hands. Uh, you know, germs, they'll die before they get there. Sure. <laughs> All right, your sales. Let's see what we got. Okay, I don't have any huge sales this week. Uh, a lot of bread and butter sales. Uh-huh. Uh, this one's decent though. This was I got this in Smithville. I don't think you were with me this go around in Smithville, but it's a uh, Joe Rocket padded motorcycle pants. Uh huh. You pay like ten bucks for them. Um, nothing, nothing crazy special or anything. Right. But uh, they sell for fifty bucks. All right. So decent little profit. Decent sale. And the next one, you were actually with me on this. And while this is up, uh, I got an offer. Ooh. You were I, I bought these in Bastrop Goodwill. The last time we went? Yeah, and I was a little um, skeptical when I bought them because I don't know much about soccer. I right. don't even touch soccer jerseys unless they're Nike or Adidas. Then I might look them up. Right. But I paid $7.99. This one is a 2014 USA Nike dry fit soccer jersey. Okay. Uh, the other one was not a 2014 it was a different year but when i looked this up i was like ah, i did good right this one was 799 uh it sold for 60 bucks all right kind of blew my mind i was like "Ah, i didn't expect that (laughs) and before the show started i got an offer so you go ahead and click it the next one was another nike usa (laughs) soccer jersey and it I just t- accepted the offer for twenty five bucks, so not a huge one, but if you put the two together, that's you know yeah. that's pretty good money. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, this one was I don't know, let's see if I can find the year on it. No, no, I didn't even put a year <laughs> in the listing, but it's another Nike USA soccer jersey right, that right. sold for twenty five. So in total, I spent fourteen or fifteen dollars. Uh huh. And 60, 70, 80, 85 bucks out of them. There so, we go. Good deal. That's a good one. All right. Well, let's get into the. Much, man, that sucks. Dang, it's a 
I just want to apologize for all my coughing, if y'all can hear that. I, throw <laughs> I, the mic I was away, doing but, it last week. Yeah. You know? I couldn't even get through my dud. <laughs> well, the thing, I guess the, the talking triggers it, because I haven't been coughing all day. My coughing's been good. But mm-hmm. I guess once I start talking, it triggers it. Oh, your pictures of your sales are still up there. <laughs> anyway, thanks for sticking with us through this <laughs> tumultuous time. You're dud. Yeah, you just you said you didn't have one. I this don't have. Well, like I said, I haven't. I may end up finding one in the stuff I bought at Lagrange. Yeah, but so far I haven't gone through it yet. Okay. So. Well, that's not a bad thing. Right. Exactly. Not a bad thing. So this here, my dud this week, my first dud before this item is going to be my last Saturday because that was terrible. <laughs> but if we're doing an item, this is uh, going to be my dud of the week. I don't know that I paid for this. Okay. This has been listed for. Probably close to two years. Okay. Maybe even three years. Like uh-huh. when I first started, this is some, as a business, this is one of the things I listed probably just because it was lying around right. where I found it. Um, so this is more of a talking point than a dud, but this is a upper 10 uh, king size, you know, antique soda bottle made by Nehi, which is the soda brand, I guess, that made all the different ones. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so... Over time, I've probably lowered the price on this because if things don't sell, I'm lowering the price right. just to try to get rid of things. Um, this sold recently for twelve ninety nine. Okay, it cost me like eleven dollars <laughs> to ship this item. So after shipping and fees, I probably lost a dollar. Right. Uh, more. That's why I say it's more of a talking point because if you're not familiar with your items or what shipping's gonna cost right. you. You're gonna make these little mistakes. And the only mistake I probably made here was lowering the price over time and not even thinking about it. Right. Instead of probably just removing it altogether. Well and another <laughs> thing is like when you listed it, you probably still could have made a couple bucks because shipping Yeah, it was cheap. Goes up every year and mm-hmm. right now it's holiday pricing on shipping, so it's even more expensive. Yeah. Because like a, a priority package right now is like $12. Exactly. And I could have actually shipped this a little cheaper through <laughs> FedEx or UPS, but I don't like dealing with FedEx here in town. Right. And UPS is 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from mm-hmm. me. So I was like, I'm just going to go with priority. Yeah. And I'll take, you know, the loss or the breaking even on it or whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, I guess mainly it's just to say, it, not, not a huge dud, whatever, if I lost a dollar. But... If you're out there sourcing and you're new to the game, things like this, you know, if you're going to buy this for a dollar to think about the fees and the shipping right. and make sure you're going to at least profit or it's not worth your time right. to even mess with things like this. And I wouldn't today, I would never buy or right. post this on eBay, yeah. but you know, in the beginning, you're just trying to get listings, you're trying mm-hmm. to get sales. So if that's your main goal, get sales and listings, then go for it. Right. But I'm past that point. <laughs> so this is my dead this week. No, that, that's a that's a really good point. Because there's, I mean, even outside of like the uh, just getting things to have listings, paying attention to what shipping is going to cost is mm-hmm. a huge thing to remember. Because there's multiple things that, you know, like every couple months I'll sell something that was like the first thing i listed or within the first month of starting mm-hmm. and uh over time i started learning that like when i'm listing something add like a couple inches to the dimensions because mm-hmm. then when it sells and you have to pack it mm-hmm. and your box is a couple inches over that could be the difference of like 10 to 15 dollars exactly sometimes. yeah and that's if your items 10 to 15 dollars there you goes just, all your profit yeah you just lost money right so, so that's that's a very good thing to keep in mind is yeah be mindful of your shipping costs that comes with experience time and <laughs> you know i mean even now i think i could possibly still make that mistake right you know but it's less likely just because of time and experience right. but being new to the game i could see i mean i messed up a ton i remember losing money on a suitcase you know uh-huh. things like that so it's right. just something to keep in mind no i mean for instance the rock band drum set buying that i knew when I went to ship it, I wasn't going to have the exact box that would be the smallest I could get it. Right. So I knew I'd probably lose a few dollars on shipping, but buying that, I knew my profit would be so big that it wouldn't matter. Right. So there's some things you can be like, uh, you know, I, the shipping on that might be a couple dollars more than 
eBay's estimating it, but I'm already making sixty bucks, so I'll I'll take fifty five dollars mm-hmm. profit instead. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, you know, you oh, weigh your options. Yeah, over time you're gonna realize what you know. There's things you bought a long time ago that right. you wouldn't touch at all yeah. now. You know, yeah. and not to say this is a horrible item. It's right. just it the return on investment is just not there. Yeah. So no, and I could definitely see this being something that. <sighs> Spin it out. lost it there. <laughs> Being something that you find in a thrift store, you comp it, and it's like twelve dollars, and mm-hmm. they're only asking twenty five cents for it. So you're like, oh, yeah, why not? Perfect. Right? That's eleven dollars in profit. Mm-hmm. But then you get home, and you're like, oh, it's going to cost twelve dollars to ship it. Exactly. So yeah, that's definitely definitely a good tip. Yeah. You know, duds turn into good tips. <laughs> Usually, that is that's, a, that's yeah. why this segment worked out yep. really well. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? I don't believe so. All right. Hopefully next week y'all won't have to listen to me coughing throughout the whole episode. Yeah, we might both be like a hundred percent. Yes, we got. I feel pretty like, good right now. I'm, I'm almost back. I'm getting. I'm getting there. I feel pretty good. It's just the the. That's always what happens when I get sick. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible for a couple of days and then I cough for like a week straight and I feel fine. Mm-hmm. I just can't stop coughing. Yeah, well, we'll see if the weather doesn't get to me at the UT game. It's yeah. a night game, and it's supposed to be a little bit chilly. Oh, yeah. But me and Angus going to have a blast. That's He's what so I'm talking excited. about. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. You can find my store on eBay at Fears, Inc. You can find Wes's at Wes Rankin 0420. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Three Cell Brothers. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, no, sir. Eagle Dollar. No, oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next week. Buy low, sell high, y'all. Amen.